We are midway through the week, and so we stop on this Wednesday for our Daily Dose of Encouragement with Patty Schneier, where we are learning fun facts about lesser-known popes through the wisdom of Patty Schneier and Father Jeffrey Kirby. Exactly. I want to definitely point to Father Jeffrey Kirby and his book, A Year with the Popes. If you're fascinated by some of these lesser-known popes and some of the history and want to put things in perspective, he has an entire 365-day reflections from a lot of writings from the popes. Today, I want to ask the question, how do we know that St. Peter, the first pope, how do we know that he was crucified upside down? It's a tradition that we know, we hear about it, but is it really true? How would we know that it's not actually in the Bible? Well, in this book, A Year with the Popes, Father Kirby has pointed out that we have the writings of St. Jerome, born in the year 347, who recounted the life and details of the martyrdom of St. Peter. And he wrote, Simon Peter, the son of John, from the village of Bethsaida, in the province of Galilee, brother of Andrew the Apostle, and himself chief of the Apostles, after having been bishop of the Church of Antioch and having preached in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, pushed on to Rome. At Nero's hands, he received the crown of martyrdom, being nailed to the cross with his head towards the ground and his feet raised on high, asserting that he was unworthy to be crucified in the same manner as his Lord. Buried at Rome in the Vatican near the Triumphal Way, he is venerated by the whole world, end quote. This is why St. Peter's Basilica is built where it is. And during World War II, the actual bones were discovered and graffiti that said, Peter is here. Amid the fragments of Peter's skull, vertebrae, arms, hand, pelvis, and legs, there is nothing from his ankles on down. But this makes perfect sense. If a man has been crucified upside down, the easiest way to remove the body would have been to chop off the deceased's feet and remove the rest of the corpse from the cross. So lessons from us. I love this. And this I, I want to just share. It's an article written by George Weigel about the scavi of St. Peter and the grittiness of Catholicism. He wrote, Catholicism does not rest on pious myth, a story that floats away from us the more we try to touch it. In the scavi, we are touched with the apostolic foundations of the Catholic Church, and those foundations are not just in our minds. They exist quite literally in reality. Real things happen to real people who made real life and death decisions and staked their lives not on stories or fables, but on what they had come to know as truth. Beneath the layers of encrusted tradition and pious storytelling, there is something real, something you can touch, at the bottom of the bottom line of the Catholic faith. And I love that. I just wanted to go back to the very first Pope, Peter, and the things that we know about him. How do we know? Because the church preserves these writings of the saints. It's so beautiful. He was one page in the chapter of this 2000 history, but oh, what a page. St. Peter, pray for us. A great prayer to wrap up our daily dose of encouragement. Patty, thank you for today's insights.